You're listening to the Women in Western podcast hosted by Christina Miller and Cheyenne Draves, a lifestyle podcast where we discuss everything from faith to family, business and fitness with emphasis on the glam and grit of women in the Western lifestyle community. Grab a coffee and go for a walk or a drive. Let's chat and inspire each other to be the best version of ourselves. Happy Wednesday, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of the Women in Western podcast. We are so excited to have you guys here again. Thank you so much for all of the love last week on Ashley Baller's episode, Miss Rodeo Colorado. We loved that episode, and it's been so fun having different guests on. But to get into this week, we always want to start out with our highlights of the week. Christina, what is your highlight of the week? Well, my highlight of the week was actually just being able to be at home. (laughs) So I traveled last weekend and um, I don't live like particularly close to the airport. So every time I fly, it's just a little bit of a um, trip getting there and back and whatnot. So I was just grateful to be able to relax at home for a little bit. And I got to see my husband this weekend. So that was great. And Stephenville actually did a really fun, um, like Cincoville event this week in downtown on our square. So we went down, um, to that event and got to just kind of hang out, check out the local businesses around town. And they just had some really fun activities going on. So we did that and I enjoyed a cheat meal pizza. So (laughs) that was also really fun. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much my highlight of the week. Um, how was your week, Shai? What was your highlight? It's so true though, women like us that are traveling a ton, being able to not travel and not be doing something one weekend. It is so incredibly nice, but that sounds like such a fun weekend. I love that. Well, my weekend was actually off to a very rough start because I was in the gym training on Thursday morning. I was doing a HIIT workout, which included box jumps. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've heard all about this. I think I've beat a dead horse on my Instagram stories about this, but I was mid box jump in the middle of my workout and felt like I got shot in the back and fell onto the box. I think it was because just like a week prior to that, I was bragging to my husband about how I've gone 27 years with never having back issues and that he just needs to have a stronger core and his back will be better. And I've done such good stuff to my back that it won't hurt. And yeah, that happened. So I was like, convinced I broke my back. I went to my chiropractor. It was just a muscular thing, thankfully. And I got to the chiropractor early enough that they were able to do laser therapy on it. Um, I did a couple sessions of that and honestly, night and day. So if you ever have a soft tissue injury or something like that, that you have the opportunity to do laser with, I have witnessed it firsthand. It works miracles. It's Monday morning right now and I feel back 100%. I thought I was going to be down for the count for weeks after that happened to me. And when I say that I was like, struggling on the ground. I was like, I couldn't move. Um, It took me like 20 minutes to get out of the gym. I was trying to ask people for help and no one was around. And now I was able to get into the gym this morning and I went for a run. So my weekend was off to a very rough start that happened on Thursday, but it was Mother's Day. We had family in town because
because my sister-in-law, Josh's sister, graduated from college. So we had family in town, got to celebrate her graduating. And Sunday was Mother's Day. It's my second Mother's Day as a mom. And my highlight of the week, this was the best part of my day yesterday. I took her to the church, uh, you know, Sunday school. So she's been going since she was probably like four or five months old. She's been going into the, the church nursery and Sunday school. And just recently, she's been really like sad every time she's been in there. They've had to put my number up. She's crying her little head off. And this week I was like, I just wish she'd have one week where she was just happy in there. And this week she was so happy the entire Sunday school. And when I went to pick her up, they made a little picture and it had a little poem about how her fingerprints are little and she's growing up. And then one day her fingerprints won't be on the walls, you know, all day. And they made, she got to make little art with her fingers on a little, like on these flowers and it was not shaped like flowers. She just smeared her fingers all over, but it was the cutest. It was like my first um, little picture that I've gotten to like take home. That was like something she did at Sunday school. So it was really, really cute. I like emotional me cried when I got it. I was like, oh my gosh, my husband's like, she literally just smeared her hands on a piece of paper. She didn't even know she was painting it. But that was my highlight of my mother's day. I absolutely loved it. Got to spend a lot of quality time with my family. Um, And now I'm excited to be into another week of being productive and getting stuff done. That's so sweet. (laughs) Um, Well, today we're really excited because we're going to be talking about our morning routines. Um, Cheyenne and I have both developed amazing morning routines that set the tone for our days and our productivity levels. And so we just kind of wanted to share um, what we do every morning with y'all. Just kind of diving into it, Cheyenne, do you want to kind of share what your morning routine looks like? And then um, I'll go over mine in a little bit. Yeah, I would absolutely love to share my morning routine with you guys. Um, I was telling Christina earlier, this feels very Lauren Bostic from Skinny Confidential Vibes because she has the best way to like break down routines that she has and stuff like that. Um, but morning routines are definitely essential to being your most productive self and being your best self. Even if you're not a morning person, I feel like you can definitely develop a morning routine that sets the tone for your day. And makes you continue to be consistent because consistency is where your habits are going to lie and consistency and habits are where who you're going to be is going to lie, if that makes sense. So having any kind of routine, especially a morning routine, sets the tone for productivity, for um, being the best version of you. And essentially you can just create who you want to be through that. Um, as far as my morning routine, I can get into the nitty gritty of it and be very detailed. Um, so it actually just starts, you know, when you go to bed. So the night before I go to bed, I always set out my workout clothes and I have kind of romanticized my workouts in the morning by, purchasing really fun workout sets. So I get to pick out my cute little outfit for the next day, lay that out. And then I think the key to having a good night's sleep and a good morning is charging your phone at a different area than you. Um, Some people don't feel comfortable with this because they either have like a significant other that works like nights and is far away, dangerous jobs, that kind of thing. Like I know my mom 
refuses to charge her phone away from her bed because my brother, her son, works in law enforcement. So she's like, he could call at any hour of the night and something be wrong. So I get that aspect or like having kids that are out late, you know, whatever. But I choose for me, like the only person that is going to, well, the only two people that can wake me up in the middle of the night for an important reason is the person laying next to me, which is my husband or my daughter whose monitor is next to me. So I choose to charge my phone away. Um, That gives me the better night's sleep because I won't wake up in the middle of the night and try to scroll. And then I do um, take magnesium at night. So that makes, gives me a better night's sleep. I feel I do have an old fashioned alarm clock. So I make sure to turn my alarm on and I make sure like the time's correct and all of that because we have become a part of a era in time where we aren't like used to using old fashioned alarm clocks. So just double check that my alarm clock is set correctly, that the time's set correctly. Um, and then I, so I set my alarm for 5am for the next morning. I get up at 5am every morning. And some people think that's like super early. If you're going to sleep, say at like nine or 10 o'clock, every night, which I feel like isn't unreasonable. I'm not very much of a night owl. And, you know, my daughter goes to sleep at eight o'clock. So starting to um, wind down by eight when she goes to bed, I feel like nine or 10 o'clock isn't an unreasonable time. Like it's not unreasonably early to go to bed. So that's still seven or eight hours of sleep. So 5am is not unreasonable for me. Um, I set a a 5am alarm. And I used to be the queen of snooze, the queen of the snooze button. Um, I would snooze for like an hour. I would not want to get up. I think having an old fashioned alarm clock um, kind of eliminated that a little bit because it's a little more of a jarring sound and I don't want it to keep going off with my husband right next to me, even though he does not care. His alarm goes off like six times even when I'm sleeping. But I have chosen um, to eliminate the snooze button. I actually read a book called The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. I highly suggest it. Basically, um, she goes over a method um, kind of about the term like activation energy. If you know anything about like physics or like that kind of science, it's it's kind of based on that, but it's a mental thing. So counting backwards from five to do something will kind of get you into the activation energy to be able to do it. So on mornings that my alarm goes off and I'm really, really, really wanting to hit that snooze and sleep for another nine minutes or however long my snooze, you know, cycle lasts. Um, I implement the five second rule counting backwards from five. So you five, four, three, two, one, and you have to get out of bed at one. That has really, um, changed my mornings and kept me from the snooze routine. Um, you know, not everyone's a morning person and I think I don't think I used to be a morning person. I think I've kind of changed myself into a morning person. I value my mornings so much. So after implementing that five second rule for a long time and staying consistent with it, it's gotten easier and easier to get up at that time. And now when I don't set an alarm, I still get up at that time every morning. I'll go back to bed, but my body kind of like routinely knows like 5am. All right, we're getting up. Um, the first thing I do, it's still dark in my room. So I'll right next to my bedside table. I take my prenatal and vitamin D. Last time I did lab work, I was like a slightly low on vitamin D, but aren't we all after winter? So I just started taking that um, just for the next like two months until I start getting a ton, a ton more sunshine. But um, a prenatal, I've been on that since before I got pregnant with my daughter. I've just chosen to stay on that for the next couple of years. Um, 
it's not like I'm pregnant or anything, but I take the Ollie prenatal vitamin. I take two of those and then obviously the vitamin D gummies. I like gummies. So I am a huge breakfast person. I love breakfast, but if I'm going to work out in the morning, I cannot have a full stomach. So the prenatal gummies and the vitamin D gummies kind of give me a little bit of like sustenance in my stomach. I know it's like barely anything, but if I eat more than that, I will throw up during a workout. So First thing when I wake up, 5 a.m., I take prenatal and vitamin D. I take my vitamins. Um, Josh is still asleep in the room. He's a pretty heavy sleeper, but I don't really want to wake him up. Um, so I kind of keep – and the way we have it set up right now, my office is in our bedroom. So I still have to kind of keep it a little dark. So the first thing I do is I go light my candle on my desk. And because I love having a candle in the morning lit, so I'll go light it and I grab um, the baby monitor. I'll go grab my phone from off the charger, which is across the room on my desk, and I'll grab my water bottle. And I go upstairs. I'm the first one up in my house and about, so I let the dogs out. And then on my phone, I don't want to go on it and scroll. Like, I'll do a quick scroll of my notifications just to see if anything like crazy important came through through the night. But if it's not like pressing, I won't go on it. But I have recently been listening to Bible book in 30 minutes. It's a podcast. Um, I, in my faith, you know, I'm a firm believer that the Bible talks about tithing, um, you know, which is a financial thing, but they talk about 10, the first 10% of like your paycheck. And I like to apply it to like the first 10% of my day or the first 10% of my morning. Um, so I've liked to, in the past, kind of implement some kind of time with God and time in scripture. And lately, um, you know, in my walk of faith recently, I've kind of been feeling like I'm not as well-versed in biblical stories and biblical history as I'd like to be. And I'm not as familiar with like Bible stories as I feel like I'd like to be. So I, my husband recommended that I listen to the Bible book in 30 minutes um, series because he already has listened to all of them. And basically it's each episode is 30 minutes and it's one, sometimes two books of the Bible, like the really short ones that they can't make. For, it's like a two pager, so they can't make it last 30 minutes to go over the book. But um, I listen to that every single morning. So I'll do a 30 minute um, book of the Bible in the morning. And I turn that podcast on as I'm in the kitchen. Um, so I turn it on going upstairs, let the dogs out, have that playing. And in the kitchen, I'll make my husband's lunch before he goes to work. He usually leaves at like 615 ish. Um, so I like to make his lunches in the morning for him. And I'll start the coffee machine. I don't drink coffee first thing in the morning, but everyone else in the house does. So I start the coffee um, and then I'll fill up my water bottle and start kind of trying to drink some water. After 75 hard, I'm still keeping the routine of drinking a gallon of water a day. So I try to have one full 32 ounce bottle of water done before, um, usually like right after my workout. So like eight or 9 a.m. I try to have one bottle done. So I fill that up. And then by that time, um, the dog's are ready to come back inside. I let him in. I go back downstairs to our bedroom. Um, oh, actually, very important aspect of my morning too. Before I go back downstairs, um, I make a greens drink. So in a glass cup, I'll put like eight ounces of water and I use the One Up Nutrition Greens. It's, uh, I think it's green and red superfoods. It's a powder and you put it in and I use a little... Um, my husband calls it a swizzle stick. I don't know what those little like hand mixer things are, um, but I'll use that to mix it up. And the one up nutrition, 
uh, brand of greens is really delicious. I get the mango flavored. So good. You can't even tell that it's greens. It does get a little like grainy at the end, but you kind of drink it faster. And I found that drinking greens every single morning, right when I wake up has severely eliminated like my extra like two to three pounds of bloat that everyone kind of has that they fluctuate in. It's just helped me feel really lean. Um, I do eat a significant amount of veggies, but I feel like I don't eat enough. So I feel like having that every morning just kind of like sets my gut up for good gut health. And it also gives my stomach a little more like sustenance for a workout that when I can't eat, you know, like a full meal, it gives me like a little more with those, with those vitamins. Um, so I head back downstairs with that. And then my, by this time, like my candles going at my desk, I got a good scent going and I'll kind of sip on those greens and I start to do my journaling routine and I'll do this while I have that um, Bible book in 30 minutes still going. So I can kind of like listen to that as I'm journaling. Um, journaling for me has become a very routine thing. And I, as a journal, I just get a general like spiral bound notebook. Um, I get like a smaller one, not like a full size paper one, uh, like six by four. Is that kind of the size? I don't know, <laughs> but I like a smaller one. Um, that's lined, lined pages. And every single day I'll just take one page, like on the right hand side, I date it. Um, the first thing I do is I list three things that I'm grateful for. And I think listing gratitude as the first thing in your journal is so important. Um, I hear it all the time, but one tip that I've like heard is it's impossible to like worry about something while you're thinking about being grateful about something. So practicing gratitude, I think is a really good way to kind of like eliminate worry from your morning and eliminate anxiety is just really sitting down to meditate on three things that you're genuinely grateful for. And my things are kind of like different every morning and they can be the most stupidest thing. Like I'm really big on romanticizing your life. Like sometimes I'll write down like, my pink water bottle is something I'm grateful for because it makes me happy because it's pink and it has cute stickers on it. And I get, you know, it, I like having it. It's like my little, what do they have those memes that say like emotional support water bottle, <laughs> like stuff like that. Or I can say like, I'm grateful for having my horses at my house just outside that I can ride whenever I want. Or I'm grateful for the way that the sun comes in in the morning from this window because it brings like really nice sunlight into the room and it makes me really happy. Or, you know, it can be big things. Like I'm really grateful for my husband and how he treats me in, in our marriage. Or I'm really grateful for my relationship with Jesus Christ and, and where I'm at with that. So it can be the three stupidest things that you're grateful for. It can be something that you're super grateful for. But I love just starting out with three things I'm grateful for. Um, and then on the next to those three things, I'll write down my fitness goals for the day. This used to be 75 hard tasks that I'd write down, but since finishing that, I've kind of continued to just write down what my goals are for the day. A lot of times that will say drinking a gallon of water, um, doing my gym workout today. Um, it can be like track my macros for today. It can be, um, you know, just stuff like that. Things like little fitness goals that I think of for the day that I want to complete. And then after that, I drop down and put my like schedule for the day. And that's usually like two things. It can be like, you know, I have a meeting at 10 a.m. and then I have horses to float at three or I have an appointment at 9 a.m. and I have this. So then I'll write like my actual schedule, something that's like in my planner, what my schedule is. And then on the bottom, I'll write out my to-do list for the day. And a lot of things will like transfer from the day before 
or things that I've kind of like written down in my phone, um, you know, throughout the day, if I think of something, I'll pop something in my phone, like, oh, this is, I need to do this. So I can have that as a running to-do list on that page for the day. So it's specific to that day. That's my to-do list. Um, we do want to do an episode here on the podcast about kind of like books and what we've learned from them. But uh, I've read Eat That Frog. Christina and I have both read it. It's something that I think both you and I want to reread, but um, just it's like it's it's a short read, but it's so good and like so informationally dense. Um, but something I've implemented from that book is definitely prioritizing and having your frog for the day, quote unquote, um, be the number one thing. So I've started on my to-do list to put little dots next to the three things that are my frogs for the day or my priority that have to get done that day. And I found that prioritizing things like that can definitely eliminate, um, cause you know, like we, we look on to-do lists and you always want to get the easiest things done first and you're never going to get the hard things done. Then easy stuff are always going to come up. So getting the hard things done is going to make you so much more productive. So prioritizing things on my to-do list, and then, so that's kind of what I put on that first page. That's like the right-hand page. And then I'll flip it over. And on the back of that day's page, I actually journal. So I'll actually write down like thoughts, things that I did the day before, cute things my daughter's done, um, stuff like that. Just anything that's on my mind that I want to get pen to paper. Because um, I like keeping these journals. And I know one day, like, I'll want to look back and kind of see, like, what that season of my life is. So I think just having, like, a brain dump of fun things that you've done, how you're feeling, emotions that you have that you can't really work through, that kind of stuff. Um, I like to put that on the back page. Uh, one thing that has significantly increased my journaling game is my girlfriend, Megan. Uh, she gave me this book of like journaling stickers and I need to ask her where she got them from or like how I can get more of these. But since I don't journal in like a guided journal, I like have stickers that like put my own things out. It's like little dots that like make my little, you know, bullet points and little like stickers that have like, it says to do, or it's like a little box and it says plan. Like I'm all about that romanticization. So <laughs> having the stickers has truly upped my journaling game and made me like love it. Cause it just makes it like aesthetically pleasing. I choose like a color for that day that I'm doing and like cute flowers. It's kind of stupid, but it makes me happy. So I do it. Um, and so by the time I'm done, like journaling at that point, that time, it, by that time, it's usually like five 45, um, in the morning. My husband's kind of like starting to wake up for the day too because he has to leave in like half an hour, 45 minutes from then. Um, by that time, my podcast is already done, my Bible in 30 minutes. And then um, so I'll start to get dressed. And so I put those workout clothes on. And then um, my AirPods, I'm usually listening to the podcast when I'm down there in my office because it's the same room as my bedroom. I'm usually listening to my AirPods. So I get my AirPods and my wallet, get dressed, and then I put that stuff in my gym bag. And I always have my gym bag setting in the same spot every day next to a sweater. So I can just grab those two things and go. And then I'll go upstairs, put my contacts in, brush my teeth, get ready. I'll start my car so it's nice and warm because these spring mornings in Colorado have not been very forgiving to the... To They've been pretty cold. So I go start my car, start the heater. I don't know if I've um, talked about this on the podcast yet. Maybe I have. But with the current housing situation, my husband and I are not in <laughs> any way, shape, or form going to buy a house right now. So we actually live in the basement of my parents' house. They have a finished three-bedroom basement with a living room. Um, so we live you know, with my parents. 
And the nice thing about um, that is that my mom is kind of like my workout buddy. She got a gym membership to the same gym I go to. So we hold each other accountable. We go five mornings a week to the gym and then take weekends off of the gym. So um, five, these five mornings a week that we're going to the gym, you know, I'll go start my car and she's up there getting ready too. Um, then I make my pre-workout. So I put that in a little like glass too, like a little mason jar or something. Um, just cause I don't necessarily need like 800 shaker bottles and I have that little like hand mixer. So I'll put a scoop of pre-workout. I have not graduated up to a scoop and a half or two scoops yet. Um, <laughs> because that tingly feeling definitely still hits, but I use the Alani new pre-workout right now just cause it works. And um, I haven't really tried anything else. I kind of want to try the bucked up pre-workout, but right now I use a lot of new and I really like it. Um, and then I'll grab that. And then I also get a premier protein. Um, the cafe latte flavor is my absolute favorite, but I'll grab a little premier protein shake and put that in my gym bag and get in the car. Um, I absolutely love worship music as my hype up music. So on the way to the gym will put on a um, playlist of um, worship music. And right now I'm looking on my Spotify right now so I can give you guys recs. But the um, my favorite playlist right now, if you just search upbeat slash happy worship music, that's my absolute favorite playlist right now. Because um, some of my favorite pump ups right now are Glorious Day by Passion. Absolutely love that one. Waymaker by Leland. Um, and then Death Was Arrested by North Point Worship. Those are my three faves. I can jam out to those ones. They get me so hype. So <laughs> worship music is definitely my driving to the gym jams. Um, where you live about like 15 minutes away from the gym. So we'll um, listen to music on the way there. And then right now I'm doing the um, power. Well, Christina and I both uh, were a part of the power fit community. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that probably in like later podcasts. Um, but that's the program that we use for fitness and they have a ton of different kinds of programs. Right now I'm doing the power fit bikini body program, which is kind of more of a, um, leaning, um, I don't know what the word is for it. Kind of more of a, um, toning as opposed to like muscle building program. So with like power fit strength program, they do lifting like five days a week or, or like, I think they do lifting like four days a week in one hit. Um, with the bikini body program, I really like the variety because we're lifting twice a week. I do cardio. So I run on the treadmill two days a week. And then I do a high intensity interval training once a week too. So depending on the day of the week, Mondays and Fridays are strength. Tuesdays and Thursdays are cardio running. And then um, Wednesdays are hit. So depending on what day, um, I just go on the power fit, you know, page and I see what day it is. And I do that workout. Um, I love that program because it just has videos on what to do and tells you how to do it. Um, and I absolutely love it. So we go to the gym. My mom does her own thing. She's not um, <laughs> up for the for the crazy lifting yet, um, but she she gets it. She goes and does her workouts. Um, so I'll get that done. 
And then after working out, we will drive home and I usually drink that cafe latte premier protein shake because I'm usually ravenous by that time since I don't eat breakfast and I'm like so hungry. So I down that on the way home and just put like some worship music back on. Um, for a gym playlist, like gym workout playlist, I listen to... Um, if some of you guys don't know who Cody Harmon is, uh, she's a barrel racer and um, a really good videographer. Uh, she has a playlist on Spotify called Cody's Hype Playlist. I can type it out and put it in like the, we can put it in the description of this notes too. Or we could probably link these two playlists too with Spotify. Um, but this playlist gets me so hype at the gym because it's basically all of the like throwbacks like when I was in high school and it makes me feel like I'm driving around in my 1997 Jeep Cherokee again. Um, so they're really bopping jams back from like 2010s. So I listen to that um, and then like probably listen to worship music back on the way home. By that time, when I get home, um, I leave the monitor with my dad. He's retired, so um, he's able to stay home and, like, have Josephine's monitor. Um, we get home, like, around, like, 7.30-ish, and by that time, Josephine's either awake or she's not. Sometimes she is, and so I'll get her, change her diaper. We make breakfast together and get her breakfast, and then we go downstairs and get dressed, and then by that time, it's, like, 8.15-ish, and then we got to go outside and feed the horses and feed our chickens and get our day started. So that's kind of like our morning routine. Um, that's what Monday through Friday looks for me every single morning. I make it a point to hit this routine every day because it brings me a lot of joy. And I think, um, in creating a routine like this that you truly enjoy, it creates, um, desire to want to keep doing it. So I think romanticizing your morning with a routine like this is going to make you want to continue to get up at whatever time that you're setting to get up. So that is my extremely detailed um, morning routine. I hope I didn't bore you guys at all, but I just wanted to give you guys like a rundown of my morning and how you guys can kind of craft your morning to be the way you want it um, and maybe take little pieces of mine and a little bit of pieces of Christina's. So Christina, why don't you go through what your morning routine is? Um, because I know you and I both really romanticize those mornings. Yes, I love my morning routine. And this actually, I started developing a good morning routine when I um, initially did the first round of 75 hard. And then it really just fine-tuned the second round of 75 hard. But um, I typically set a couple of alarms because um, I'm not as great with the five-second roll yet. <laughs> so my first alarm goes off about 4.45. And then I always wake up on my second alarm at five o'clock. And um, I don't have um, too much going on in mornings wise, so it's pretty simple just letting my dogs out um, really fast. And I actually just feed them and then kick them out in the backyard so that my house is quiet. Um, that's really big for me is just to be able to have everything really peaceful. And I have OCD. So like the moment I get out of bed, like my bed gets made immediately and everything gets put back into place <laughs> because I, I can't like walk out of my room without making my bed. So I do that really quick. Um, and then I have a particular love for paper products. So I think I have like five different notebooks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have a planner. I have a notebook that I write notes in. And then I have a gratitude journal specifically where I write out gratitude um, things for the day and then 
other notes in there. And then I have uh, my book I'm reading and then my Bible all on my coffee table um, stand. So after I get out of bed, make my bed, um, I'll go make coffee, grab my stack of paper products and books, and I'll go sit down. Um, And what I typically do before anything else, um, oh, and kind of like you mentioned too, like I don't get on my phone. Ed Milet's really big on like saving that first 30 minutes of your day, I think is what he said, Um, specifically just to not clutter your brain and get on your phone and start scrolling because time gets away from you when you start doing that. So I don't even grab my phone or look at it. I just leave it on my nightstand. I'll go sit down and first thing I do every single day is pray. Um, Pray about whatever I've got on my mind for the day, any prayer requests, and then I'll jump right into reading my Bible. Um, I'm more of a a reader and a pen and paper person. And so I do like to listen to podcasts and I love that there is a podcast. Um, I loved that, the one that you're listening to, but um, I'll read my Bible and I'll make notes about anything specific that I read for the day, Bible verses that I absolutely loved, any thoughts that I had about them, um, just kind of really digging deep and, and studying the verses. And sometimes I read a little bit and sometimes like I read a ton. It just kind of depends on um, what what I'm reading for the day. Um, and after I do that, I go to my gratitude journal, which it's really pink and cute and I love it. And I also write down a minimum of three things that I'm grateful for. And I don't just write down like what I'm grateful for. I write down why and like the emotion around why I'm grateful for that because I think it's so important. And um, after that, I kind of just move right into checking my calendar for the day and I write out any plans that I have. And I also have a separate notebook that I like to use for that. And after Cheyenne had like those really awesome stickers that she was talking about, um, I also stocked down some stickers from Hobby Lobby is where I found mine. (laughs) But I was going to say drop where you got those because (laughs) I need to know for when I run out of my stickers. The Hobby Lobby. And it just so happened it was the day it was like a 50% off day. So it was perfect. But they do have these really adorable stickers that have like questions or different thoughts or, you know, that can help you prompt feelings if you're doing the journaling. I don't personally journal right now, but I definitely used to. And so they do have those stickers. And then there's just really cute stuff. I like to, I got a, um, it's like a Christian based like Bible verse sticker pack. And so I just like to put little stickers throughout my like notebook plan for the day. And it just makes it look fun, <laughs> I guess. It, it makes it pretty. So I'll go through, um, put some stickers on, and then I like to categorize all my stuff. So like for each different category of um, my day, I have a success list. And like Cheyenne was talking about, we both read the Eat the Frog book, and it's so important um, to just kind of have that you know, frog for the day, the really not so fun thing that just has to be done. And so I'll go through each category. Like we have dandy lashes, our podcast stuff, any personal things, any future projects that I've got going on, trips that I have planned and kind of write down like the most important thing in each category. And then I'll go through my calendar, write down all my appointments. And then I make um, just kind of any sort of like grocery list or things that I might need to be getting done for that day. And after I do that, I'll get ready to do my workout. And it kind of depends whether I do an app home workout or if I go to the gym. Uh, I also do PowerFit. And the amazing thing about PowerFit is that they have a home workout and a gym workout program for each different um, program that they offer. And so I really love that option. On Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I typically don't go to the gym because those are workouts that I can do at home really easily. I don't live close to the gym. So depending on what my schedule is for the day, 
most of the time I'll just do Monday, Wednesday, Friday workouts at home. So Tuesday and Thursday though, we are um, in the current program it's more cardio based. And so we do track, um, our cardio on Tuesday and Thursday. So I typically do go to the gym on those days. So that way I can use the treadmill and really, um, have like specific numbers and be able to track my progress with cardio. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I will go ahead and pull up my power fit videos. And it's really awesome the way the program is laid out because they have workout videos for each exercise. So I'll kind of just glance through those, see what I'm doing. If there's not something that I specifically know how to do, if there's an easier um, or more difficult movement, if I'm like progressing and getting stronger in different exercises, I'll just kind of go through the videos and pick out what I'm going to be doing for the day. And then I'll um, change. I also love cute workout clothes. So I'm obsessed with Buff Bunny and I also (laughs) love when everything matches. So I have a bunch of really cute workout sets that I love to wear. And a lot of times I'll wear them for outfits as well because they're so cute, (laughs) but I'll get my, um, Buff Bunny workout clothes, um, go through my power fit workouts. And then I, right now don't live um, on a property that I can have my horse. So I drive to go feed Pepper and I'll clean his pen, kind of reorganize all my stuff over there for the day and then prep everything for the evening feeding. And then I'll come back to the house. And that's when I kind of just get ready for the day and start on my success list. So um, I keep it pretty simple, but it's also like my most favorite part of the day. And it doesn't take um, very long to develop a morning routine that you really fall in love with. It just sets the tone for the day. It makes you feel like you've accomplished a lot in the morning. I don't know if that's how you feel also, Ryan, but I feel like by the time eight o'clock hits, I'm like, wow, I've done so much stuff already. <laughs> I a hundred percent agree. And I think a lot of people, they think that a morning routine is just something that like people that have their life together do. Like that's not something that I do, but In any kind of aspect of your life that you want to change, I think truly being able to look at something and say, I want to be this kind of person. What does she do? So the person I want to be, this is what her morning routine looks like. I just do this every day. And you don't have to create this whole elaborate morning routine like you and I have already and just like change overnight and do that, but just change one thing at a time. Like if you say, I want to be the kind of girl that gets up at six every morning, like I sleep in too late. I don't feel productive at all in my mornings. Um, I want to be the girl that gets up at six every morning. So just start making that little small change. And you don't have to be getting up, you know, taking your vitamins, doing your journaling thing. Just get up at six and go like walk on the treadmill or, you know, go outside and take a breath and drink your coffee. Like just start waking up at that time every morning and then slowly starting to be like, okay, well, the girl that I want to be, she also does this every morning. So I'm going to start trying to do that. And it's just about consistency and developing those habits. Um, I definitely think that having a morning routine like yours and mine helps you like romanticize a morning too. Like, like you said, it's, it's your favorite part of your day. It's my favorite part of my day. Like going to sleep, I look forward to that morning time that I get kind of just like by myself to be productive and be that way. So I definitely think it's very important to, um, create this kind of habit in order to be your most productive self. I do too. And Yes, like you said, just starting with like 1% better. Just change one little thing. Like don't overwhelm yourself. Like just make it simple and make it fun and change that one thing. And, you know, whether it be just, 
you know, reading a little bit in the morning or journaling or waking up earlier. Um, it really, it just helps set the tone for your day and make the day so much better. I definitely notice like if I have a day where I'm off, it's usually because my morning routine, I didn't either stick to it or I made a compromise and I chose not to. Um, it's very obvious when I don't stick to my morning routine because it's that important to me. And it really just helps me like you know, train my mind and get ready for the day. And it's also the days that I stick to it are my most productive days too, because I've already laid out what I'm going to do. And it's easier for me to stay focused and not get distracted um, because I've already, you know, planned it out for the day. So exactly. And it's, it's definitely a thing that can kind of change with different seasons of your life, you know, like early on in Josephine's life, um, when she was not sleeping through the night and I was, you know, having to deal with the newborn, my morning routine looked a little different. And if you're in the season of your life where you can't really have a morning routine like this, that's okay. Um, but just being able to kind of craft however much flexibility you need to be able to just get that little bit of routine each morning is so important to like mental health and feeling accomplished and all of that stuff. Um, so we hope that you guys can get a little bit out of Christina and I's morning routine. Um, like I said, you don't have to follow both of ours to a T. <laughs> we just hoped sharing this would kind of help you guys form your own kind of routine and something that you can romanticize um, and just make yourself feel better in the mornings because I think there's too many people out there that hate mornings and don't find enough value in them when they can be such a beautiful thing. Yes, they absolutely can. Well, we hope that y'all loved hearing about our morning routine. And as always, we'll have a new episode airing next Wednesday. And if you like the podcast, we appreciate the um, different comments, views, all the messages. We appreciate y'all. Um, you can follow us on Apple or Spotify, and then as well as our Instagram at Women in Western Podcast. And thanks for hanging out with us today, you guys. We'll see you next week. See you all next week. Bye.